Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons and Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM. Hi, my name's Samantha. I play Laura Greyvale, a sorcerer from Nefalia. Hello, I'm Colin Robinson and I play Cuin de Greymont, a paladin from Gavany. Hi, I'm Ryan and I play Ogvar, a ranger from Kessig. down inside Esther's apartments while the geisty storm outside slammed at the windows of the West Tower. After becoming aware of the bangs in the basement, they equipped their arms and descended down into the church to defend the house of Avacyn. And now, the undead challenge in the church continues. Episode 12, Assault and Battery. Right, well first thing I'm going to do with my racial trait, wonder reward. Uh, you can if you want, let me just check it, because if it hasn't been... I don't think it has been made just straight, but... What's that called? Wanderer's Ward or something? If you've got a Wanderer's Ward, can you choose to take your Wanderer's Ward after you've been hit, or do you have to declare before... Whatever you want. Right. You use it as a reaction, so if you see the hit coming towards you, you can go, Oh, no. So you can't do it after damage is being rolled. Oh, you've got to decide to do it before the yeah, damage so is Yeah, so you can do it after the attack roll, but before the damage roll. Right, okay, no, it doesn't hit critical. Sorry. Okay, so I'm going to... Yep, so... Oh, yeah, still it's... That's me off. So yeah, he hits you for... Mace is using a D8. So he hits you for seven points of damage. Okay. He spins round with his mace in his right hand, and he literally spins round to the right, and he just buries it into your did side. Did he use his Wanderer's Ward? He did, he didn't give him enough. His AC is 16, so he didn't lose his roll of three, uh, four, like oh, fully okay. four to get right. rid of it. How are you looking? You all right? I'm, I'm getting down. <laughs> He's looking battered, okay. Um, then we have Shield. Shield is going to go for Ogvar again, because he's kind of annoyed he didn't manage to get in the first time. That's a natural one from Shield. Oh, what happens to him? Oh dear, uh, what a shame. Shield goes to bash Ogvar. And as he goes forward, he puts all of his weight into fleeing his shield towards Ogvar. And his entire arm comes off. <laughs> his arm with his shield, it goes flying off. And Kieran, give me a... Couldn't happen to a nicer zombie. 30% chance. If it lands in this 30% chance, it is hitting you. Is <laughs> it me? His arm with the shield will fly okay. off and hit you. <laughs> uh, 40 to 70. <laughs> he flings his shield out with all of his force to try and knock you off your perch, Ogvar. He puts so much force behind this that his shield seems to go fine, but then his arm just pop out of the socket, sinews and all, and it flies off and it disappears off somewhere behind, queuing towards the staircase. And he's now got one arm. And because of that, <laughs> no shield. he takes, because he has lost an arm, takes four points of damage. <laughs> 
and losing his own arm. <laughs> Next up, we have Ogvar. Okay, so seeing the opportunity of him now without a shield, yep. I will try and bury the silver battle axe in his torso somewhere. Roll to hit, his AC is dropped as well because he's got no shield. Oh, nice. Uh, that is going to be a 10. No, doesn't mm. hit. Doing too well this round, am I? Okay, so you you're too distracted by laughing, I reckon. The shield going flying with his arms still attached. <laughs> okay, and then we have Kieran, you're up next. Okay, well this I'm gonna attack. Yep, roll to hit. Eleven. Eleven to hit. Yep, you hit. Roll your damage. One. Plus three. Four points of damage. Right, okay. You you smack him with your uh, flail and you leather into him from his right shoulder, his left shoulder, and you can see his entire side of his body crumpling. His shoulder dislocates outwards and comes in towards his chest and he's driven to his knees and he's kneeling on the floor and it doesn't look like he can get up at this point. Okay, could I disengage at this point or is that my game? Uh, if you want to disengage, that's a full round of your provoke attack. What mind you, on the floor prone. Yes, I will allow you to move. Okay. Because obviously he's not moving anywhere. He's down. So I am now going to take just five steps. Okay, yes, yeah, five foot yes, five, five, five foot back. Yep. Just to disengage. Okay. So obviously I can step forward again and smack him. We have Esther is up next. She's going to attack shieldy boy who's got she hits and she's going to do seven points of damage onto him and yep he did he did she lifts her sword up and she just slices him at the waist he's cutting twain right and then we have Elora, you're up next. Oh, so somebody still going? Who have we got yeah, still going? Yeah, this one here. Yeah. Oh. Nice, he's still... He's Shield is down, I'm, you can I'm, knock him. Okay, well, we're going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with Disrupt Undead again. Yep. Uh, another cantrip. Um, so, i better roll to hit, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a nine. Nine to hit. Which one are you hitting? Oh, him. Um... He's going to lose his dexterity because he's flat-footed, so yeah, that hits. Oh, what a shame. Right, roll a d6. That's four points of damage. Onto Mace. Yep. Describe it. Right. By this time, I'm pretty racked off because I was actually quite enjoying my um, my omelette complete with the carrots in it, which was a bit strange. But um, I've been dragged downstairs and... No, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty pissed off with all of this. So I'm going to reach my arm out and I'm just going to hold my five hand, my five fingers out, my five hands, my five fingers out, and I'm going to shout at him, and I'm going to shout disrupt, and this wave comes out towards this this dude, um, which then hits him. So this 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 ray, this wave hits him, and he shrieks and literally disintegrates. Oh, that's lovely. This beam of light hits him, and you can see his like, the outer edges of his body just kind of disintegrates, coming further towards the middle, and the light just disappears. Right, okay. they are all dead. Yay! So you're all looking a little battered, and at this point, Esther stands up from behind 
the pew where she's been stood. Laura was towards the entrance of the church, doing long range. Kieran, you were by the stairs. Ogvar, you were straddling a pew. I was. So Esther turns around and goes, oh, oh dear, um, well, they're dead. I think, uh, I mean, you're not, you're not looking too good, are you, dearie? No, I, I, I took a bit more than usual there. there. There's a good lad, right. Um, I think this should be a problem for the morning, I think. Uh, let's, if we can barricade that door up, and then we'll all have a good night's rest and see what happens in the morning. Yes, uh, yes, I, I think that's, uh... I wouldn't fancy going down there right now, so yes, I, I believe that would be a good idea. I, I, I'm all for that. What about you two? Yeah, but j- j- just one moment. I'll, I'll be with you in just a second. Can I go? Can I go over and just have a look at these disintegrated, whatever the hell they are, undead? Um, yeah. uh, is can I just have a quick search and see if there's anything about them that's of any use? At all. Yeah, sure. I mean, you completely disintegrated one of the zombies. That's mm. dust. There's nothing left of that. So these three zombies, if you want to roll me a search check. Seeing Alora go over and start searching, do either of you want to do anything? Yeah, I might as well do yeah. the same. I would like to retrieve, try and retrieve the four hours I've expended. Okay, they were just around. The, it's, it's a contained room. You spend some time, you find them. Okay. Yep, they're, they're all fine. That's a 17 from Alora. 17 from Alora. Okay. And a 14. Okay, and a 14 from Kimmin. So apart from their weapons, which there's a uh, there's a shield, there's a spear, there's an axe, and there is a mace. Apart from those weapons, you find you find 17 pieces of gold. Between, this is between the lot of you, and 11 silver, and that's all they've got on them. Okay. I don't think they're going to be going around spending it. I'm gonna check over the weapons, appraise them, see if there's anything... They are... Roll me a appraiser check. 16. Yeah, with the 16 you're able to tell that they're just bog-standard weapons. They look quite old. The designs on them are quite old and you maybe recognise that these designs look like they've come from the church. I mean, this is in the church. They've obviously come from the church catacombs. You can tell they're probably ex-soldiers of the church, ex-Cathars themselves, they've got these weapons, they've got kind of like patterns, symbols of Avacyn on them. There's nothing really special about them other than that though. They're just bog-standard weapons, a bit rusty, a bit loose on the handles on some of them. So in that case, just, just, it was just a, take take some roll of the dice in it, just have a quick check, see if they're any good. But um, we're going to gather up the weapons. Okay, okay, so you're going to take the weapons as well? Yep. Yep, so if you want to pop them into your loot Well, I, I thought we'd kind of put them at the side of the church. Just just put them down here. We've got to come out at some point, so we collect them on the way out. We're not going to take yeah. them all the way upstairs. Yes, uh, uh, Esther, I hope, I hope these were none of, none of your uh, ex-colleagues or friends. We are relieving of their equipment. Well, I don't think they're going to need it now. It'll pass that now, don't you think? I just wasn't sure whether it was a... Uh, the done thing. Well, I mean, sell them basically a bit of gold for it. I mean, they're not going to care. They're doubly dead. She starts moving around towards some of the pews and starting to... She, she kind of rolls some of the zombies aside and just kind of gives them poke. Maybe, you know, kind of wrinkles her nose a bit at them. But she starts trying to drag these pews around, obviously looking at barricading the door up. OK. We'll help out then. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll give you a hand. Uh, 
come on, come on out there. Hello? Okay, come in. Um, you're right. You, you grab one end and I'll grab the other. Okay, ready? Make me some strength rolls. Okay. Okay, so cue in log class. Strength roll, please. Fifteen. Five. Oh. <laughs> okay, so you both go and you try to pick up this pew, and this pew is very heavy. This heavy oak wood, like wooden pew, thick, solid thing. Kewin, you just hands under it, and you just straight away just Wah! lift it up. However, as you lift it up, Ogvar hasn't quite got a grip on it yet. So you lift it up, and Ogvar's grip slips, and it comes down, and it lands on his foot. And he takes... All right on the big toe! Five points of damage from a falling pew. Five points. <laughs> yeah, five points of damage from a falling pew. Okay. So yeah, you, you drop a pew onto Ogvar's foot. I'm actually stood at the back end of the church just watching all this take place. I haven't actually moved at this point. You all right there, Ogre? Uh, uh, weren't you quite ready? No, I, I, I didn't quite have my hands underneath it and as you pulled it, it slipped out of my grasp. And yeah, so, now so, I have a sore toe. Sorry there. <laughs> Not all of us have got big suits of armour on like you have. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> just wanted to get it going. Let, 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 let's take a bit more time then. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So it's a pair of you are there, trying to just have this discussion over this bench. You just see Esther in the corner with this one pew just dragging it backwards across the floor as you're having this conversation, just all by yourself. Uh, you spend about 20 minutes just shuffling pews around and you form a really kind of decent looking barricade. Okay. I should pipe up and say, well, that was all very interesting. I think you've made a really good job of it. Well done, guys. <laughs> I take it you were supervising. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, from a distance. Building isn't really my kind of thing, you know? Okay. At this point, Esther wanders past and she's got a zombie's foot in each hand and she's just dragging them over to a corner. You see, like, large blood, like, kind of blood streaks and some limbs kind of flopping behind them as she just drags them and just dumps them in a corner. You probably assume she might burn them later on just to make sure they're properly dead. But at that point, she turns around and she goes, Right, well, very good job, boys. It's a hand lady. Wonderful job there. Well, I haven't really done anything. Oh, I know. <laughs> and she goes okay i think it's uh well past our bedtimes off we go and she just marches straight past a lot of you back upstairs i'm gonna look around the room and just kind of yep okay all in a day's work so i'm now going to turn around and i'll i'll go back upstairs yeah okay so you will go back upstairs i'm assuming you're all gonna she's gonna show you where your beds are and you're all gonna hunker down for the night you're gonna take your armor off I am going to take my arm yeah. off. Okay, so you take your armour off. I'm assuming you do a bit of cleaning on it, a bit of this, that and the other. Are you going to let... Well, you can't exactly do Rowan out because it's really nasty weather outside, but are you going to do anything with Rowan? Uh, yes. I'm going to take Rowan back downstairs. I can't... I can't... Is there going to be a bat in the bell for it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't... I can't really let him out in her personal residence, but he can go out in the church because I'm sure there'll be other bats that get in... With the church, so I'm just gonna let. There must be bugs and bits and pieces in the church, so I'm just gonna let him go downstairs and just let Rowan out to fly off in the church. So Rowan, just don't go far, all right? But you got shelter tonight because the weather's really bad outside. I'll see you in the morning. Bye. And he he flutters off, and I mean, he's his bat. He just disappears into the kind of rafters of this church. Anything you're doing, Ogvar? 
No, not really, no. I'm just going to get myself off to bed and maybe take my boots off and give my toes a good wiggle and a bit of a, a bit of stamping on the floor, get a bit of feeling back into it. And yeah. Maybe might have a hole in the end of my sock now. For the... You have a hole in the end of your sock. Put me a 10% range. 30 to 40. Hit 30 to 40, you've got a hole in your sock. Okay. With a 90%, you don't have a hole in your sock. Oh, excellent. But he is flat-footed. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the worst pun I think I might have ever heard. <laughs> that no, that that was tragic. You, no, is there is there an opposite of inspiration in D and D? Because you've got it. Still going to make the podcast uh, though. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> right. So. Yep. You all hunker down. Yeah. You don't have a hole in your sock. Your bat's happy roaming up. He's probably beating up other bats at this point. And you've taken your armor off. You've done a bit of. TLC on it and you will go to bed she's got beds proper beds in this place it's got wow, soft we... mattresses wow. feather covers <gasps> duvets pillows the work cool and she's already gone off to bed she's showing you where the beds are she said I'm off to bed now I'm, I'm going to bed it's a bit late for my old bones but you know stay up as long as you want and uh, just make yourself at home night night all oh thanks Esther good night and uh, yeah thank you uh, yeah, night uh, very gracious of you. Thank you. Sleep tight. Don't let the vampires bite. She gives you a grin and she... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. She gives you a grin and she goes off to bed. And you don't see her after that. She's gone to bed. So I'm assuming you're going to bed fairly quickly. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long day. So you get into bed and by the time you get into bed it's about 22, 8 maybe. And you have a really, really good night's sleep. It's really good night's sleep for you guys. And... That's it, you can all heal up. wake up in the morning to the wonderful smell of freshly brewed coffee and bacon. <laughs> oh, Ogval, have you, have, you, have you got your percolator on? I don't believe so. No? I've got my mug ready though. Oh, yeah, I got... Well, that makes two of us. Ta-da! Yeah. Oh, oh hang on, there's something I've got to do. I'm going downstairs. I'm going to open... up. Well, there's no door into the church. It just opens into the church. Yeah, so she's got a door staircase. at the top of the staircase and it's a spiral staircase right. down. So I'll go through the door, down the spiral staircase relatively quickly, um, go into the church and go, Eee! Rowan, are you here? Eee! 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 Come on, Rowan! It's time to come now! You hear some squeaking and some fluttering. Rowan comes down and roll me a spot check. Oh. Uh, roll a spot check. What's my spot? Spot is... Okay... Oh, yeah. Oh. That's a nine all in. Okay, with a, with a nine all in, you, you you do manage to catch some, out of the corner of your eye, there are a couple of black blobs on the floor around the room. Okay, I'll go over and examine what these black blobs are. It's a badly beaten up bat. What? <laughs> no! <laughs> Rowan! Rowan, what's the matter with you? Why have you done this? Look, how how many how many are there? 
five. One, two, three, four, five, five. Oh, these poor little bats. I'm going to pick them all up. And like, oh my God. Rowan, get in this cloak now. I'm going to open the cloak in there now. <laughs> There's a bit of disgun- disgruntled twittering and he's, he's puffed all his chest up. He's like, Phew. and he, he flutters back into your cloak and he, he clips, has another clip at one on his way in. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe you have totally disgraced yourself. I don't want to hear another peep from you all day. Do you understand? I'm going to shut my cloak and say, God damn, what do I do with these? Oh, I have to take those upstairs. Oh, this is not good. So I'm going to take them and I go back upstairs carrying these poor little bats. And I'm going to go in through the door and go, well, you can't believe this. Look, just look at this. Just look at, just look. And I'm going to put them down on table and say, this is what Rowan has been up to all night. Mm. I've given him a right dressing down. It's not very friendly, is it? No, it's not. It's not what I expect from him. I don't know what's the matter with him. Are they just beaten up or are they... They're not dead. No, they, okay. they are still breathing. It's what, it's what I was breakfast to start. I was getting a bit worried. Yeah, well, I, I was going to say, I, I, I'll have the bacon. I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to take my mug, fill it with a bit of water, and I'm just going to start and drip some water on these poor bats and just give them a bit of a massage and just see if I can revive them a little bit because I'm actually feeling quite sorry for them. Two of the bats come round and then very angrily start twittering and flapping round the room. Great. Great. <laughs> well, that's two that seem to be up and about. Do me a favour, Ogbar. Can you see if you can usher them down the stairs? Just kick them out the door or something. I'll have a work on these other three. Okay. Um, can I have a look round for something? To... Yes. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Is it like a <laughs> like a Innistrad blue bottle fly spotter? I can sort of like to coax them out the room with. You know what? One <laughs> percent. Oh. oh. Uh, Forty-seven. No, there's no Innistrad fly spot. However, oh. there is a large tea tray in the corner. I'm going to do damage with this. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so I'm going to try bat wrangling. <laughs> Make me a uh, animal handling check. Handle animal check. Oh, no. Okay. That'll be nine all in. Yeah, you, you wave your tea tray around the room and you start chasing these bats around the room. <laughs> I'm assuming the tray is like above head height at the moment. I'm assuming so. You you managed to yeah. you, you kind of flap this tray and you chase the bats around the room with this tray up in the air. In my socks. Yeah, in your socks. And you get them towards the door only to realise you haven't opened the door. Oh. Right, I'm gonna walk over. I can see the problem. I'm opening the door. I got the door, Ogba. Let's just get these things out of here. Okay, here I come. <laughs> Make me another handle on which That's a six. <laughs> you get the you do get the bats out the door. However, you get them out the door by grabbing your tray and you literally just like kind of push the bats, but with some force, and they go flying down the stairs and out of view. They, they don't hit the floor, but you've you've kind of got your tray. And you've like forcibly shoved them through the air. Bit of thud as I hit them. A small thud. You haven't like full on gone batting at them. You kind of wafted them and they've gone with the the air flow kind of. Yeah, thing. they've just just been pushed on and just gone tumbling through the air out the door. Right, I'm gonna. Shut the door and say, right, that's two. Well done, Ogva. Right. What about the rest? Come in. No, I, I, I don't mean to speak out of turn. Then don't, then. 
Okay, but uh, wouldn't it be better to try to resuscitate them outside? Do you know, that's a very good idea. I'm going to walk to the table, pick up the three remaining bats. I'm walking over to Kieran and I'm putting them in Kieran's lap and say, there you go, off you go. Oh, uh, uh, oh okay. Uh, you volunteered for a job. Uh, okay, he'll, okay, he'll okay. Put- leave it to me. So I'm going to walk outside. All right, okay. Go, hello, uh, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> when you say you've walked outside where have you walked to i've walked to the down, down the stairs okay you're the, in the church i'm in the church yeah <laughs> i'm in the church walk down the stairs to the church and um oh, right uh do i try to heal them <laughs> you've just lobbed them <laughs> <laughs> okay yes and i've just there uh, you go okay <laughs> there we go you'll be fine were they still unconscious at this point God, one of the bats, as you've come downstairs and you've gone bye, has, has woken up and it's it's managed to catch air just before it hit the floor and it's it's twittered angry at you and flown back up. The other two don't wake up; they just kind of bounce very sadly along the floor. <laughs> back where they started. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, um, you you'll come round. Don't worry. You are in a church. <laughs> oh my God. I'm off to get my bacon sandwich. <laughs> oh, stop it, hurts. <laughs> oh my God, those poor poor bats. Any bats? <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, for fuck's sake. They're, they're downstairs. I've gone back up for my bacon butty and my coffee. Okay, Kieran comes back into the room. There aren't any bats with him. You'd have, you've got no idea of what he might have done with the bats. You can only assume that him being the good, righteous, just paladin, he's probably brought them back around, maybe done a bit of healing on them. Oh, well done. Well done, Kieran. Oh, I'm really pleased about that. You know, I felt really bad for him. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Right, where's my bacon sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this hurts. So, we're in the morning, yeah? Yeah. While all this has been going on, Esther has poked her head out. She said good morning to the lot of you. She's looked a bit bemused at these kind of battered bats. And, you know, she she said, oh, breakfast will be ready in a couple of minutes, dearies. Um, not long, about a minute after you've walked back in, she comes out with plates full of soft white bread with thick slabs of bacon in between and large big mugs of coffee. Mm. Oh, and she that... places them down in front of you and she sits down herself and she goes, oh, well, bottoms up. Oh, that's amazing. God, you're a good cook. Thank you, Esther. That's lovely. Just before I tuck into my breakfast, I'm going to um, open my cloak. I'm going to get hold of um, Rowan. And I'm going to get him out. And I'm literally just going to open his mouth. I'm just checking he hasn't got vampire teeth. Because this is really out of character for him. Or at least I think it is. Um, you know, is he looking normal? Make me a handle animal check. I mean, he is your familiar. And you can have plus two advantage on that. But make me a handle animal check. Uh, okay, handle animal. Oh, that's rather fortuitous. Oh, that's an 11 all in. Is that with the plus two or...? Oh, no, that's 13 all in, then. With the 13, he's not happy. 
he's, he's in a bit of a sulk, but he's definitely sulking. He's sulking as much as a bat can possibly sulk. And you have to fight to get his little mouth open. And he's got the same teeth he's always had. Okay. But you can tell he's in a right little mood he is. Right, I'm just going to go at him and then put him back in, <laughs> in the cloak. and Okay, just let him get on with it. Let him get over it. Okay, so you all sit down. You have a good breakfast. You have some coffee. Is there anything else you'd like to do in the morning? It is currently around... She's got up quite early. It's about half six in the morning. What can we see out the window? Has the Nebelgast sort of settled down, has it? Completely gone overnight. And it's not bright sunny skies. Because Innistrad isn't bright sunny skies at all. Well, very rarely is. But it's as clear as a day that you're going to get an Innistrad. And by clear, I mean everywhere's covered in clouds. So, you know, there's no big dark clouds in the sky but it's just kind of grey cloudy day okay <clears throat> right. well th- thank you for, for that uh, Esther uh, are you okay this morning oh yes dearie thank you very much bit of uh, old bones you know cold gets into them but I think the uh, the exercise has done me good I think well that certainly was a bit of excitement not really expected but there you go um Kieran Kieran um did you want to go and have a wander around? And you, we were talking about the black market, you know, Esther mentioned, and Esther and you were talking about the black market. Is that something you want to go and have a look at, or, you know, in the underground arena? Yeah, I thought, thought uh, maybe go and have a look uh, at these underground uh, arenas. Uh, you know, a bit of experience, possibly. So, while you're all discussing this, Esther herself, she pipes up and goes, oh, well, um... I would hate to ask you of this, ask this of you, dearies. I know, I know, it's your, not your, uh, not your issue. It's, it's very much an issue for me to solve. But I was wondering if perhaps you could give me a hand with the catacombs today. Uh, if you're, if you're not busy, that is. Only I have to, I have to clear up the mess from last night, and there may be other things down there. And I would, I would appreciate the assistance if you could afford me some of your time. Yeah, Esther, you've you've been really good. You've been you've given us shelter. You've given us food. You've given us, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we will help you with what you need. Oh, wonderful! Thank you ever so much. I'm yes. sure the others agree. At least, you, at least if we could do. I mean, yeah. I mean the bed. Oh, it was so soft. Oh, and the bacon sandwich. Oh, uh, okay, yes. you, yeah. No problem at all. Yes, we, you've 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 bedded us and you've fed and watered us. Just okay, no problem. Okay. She goes, oh, well, that's, that'd be absolutely wonderful. Uh, I mean, yes, I mean, I mean, as, as soon as we finish breakfast, we think we should uh, get going and sort it out, give you a bit more time of day to get yourself, uh, get wherever you want to go. Oh, yeah it's, yeah, it's a bit early to go and have a look in town anyway at the moment. So, yeah, yeah, let's let's do what we need to do and help you out first. We'll go and make sure that everything's normal uh, down the bottom of the stairs, shall we say. Oh, wonderful. Thank you ever so much. I'll... I'll just go and uh, get this all cleaned up and she starts taking the plates and mugs, which I'm, you finished now, I'm assuming. So she starts picking bits up and, you know, she's having a bit of a balancing job here. And she, you know, she goes to take them into the kitchen. I'll, I'll give you a hand there. That's no problem. <laughs> OK, so you give her a hand, you take some of these plates and mugs off her and you take them into the kitchen and you help her out with the washing up. Yes. I would say how good are you at washing up, but then, OK, make me a dexterity check. Well, he should be all right. He hasn't got his armour on yet, has he? Otherwise, he'd go rusty. 
Eight plus one is nine. Yeah, you, you're not too bad. You get some water on the floor and she oh, tucks at you a bit and whaps you with the towel and goes, go on, out you go. You're useless at this. Go back to hitting zombies or something. Yes, I, I'm afraid these uh, hands aren't really made for washing up, but I'll give it a try. Uh, all for bashing. <laughs> she gets a tea towel and she smacks you on the backside as you leave the... <laughs> 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 okay, so I'm assuming you're all getting geared up. I mean, you can obviously leave your any kit you don't want behind here. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I'm assuming you're all going to go and get geared up. I'm yes, yes going to go and put my armour on. Yeah. So by the time you've got all your armour on, she's finished doing the washing up. She's got herself ready. She's got some. She's obviously got a fresh set of clothes on from last night. But they look a bit more appropriate for actually going and doing battle. Okay. Uh, this time, it's actually, she's actually got some proper armour on. I'm happy to lead the way this time, so I'll go over to the door, open the door and start downstairs. It's about seven o'clock when you start leaving, so you've got all your, everything you need to go, so you go downstairs. And the first thing you see when you go downstairs, two little black furry balls on the floor. Uh, uh, mm. What the fuck? Kewin! Uh, Kieran? Yes, Alora? Kieran? Yes? Are you going to explain this? What is going on here? I asked you to look after those. The, the, the one flew off and uh, I thought, oh, so the other two might be uh, ready, so... Uh, there, there you go. Uh, obviously, they uh, weren't quite ready. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. Uh, weren't quite ready? That's an understatement. Look at them! Well, <laughs> uh, well you know... <laughs> What do you want me to do? Uh, to try and heal them? Well, you're a paladin, yeah. That would be a good move, wouldn't it? Right, yes, I'm going to go could... over to them and I'm going to pick them up. Can I examine just what state they're in? Yeah, they're, they're both still breathing. They, they don't look great, but they're still breathing. Right, I'm going to stick them in my pocket. A cloak pocket. I'm going to stick them in my cloak pocket. This is going to get interesting. <laughs> I mean, I'll give them a little bit of water from out of my water. Well, I've left my mug upstairs and... Yeah, Actually, no, I've left my water skin and my mug upstairs, so I can't give them that. I know. Is there a font? It's a church, so I'm going to say yeah. All right, I'm going to wander up to the font and I'm going to give them a bit of a bath and just make sure that they're actually physically okay and offer them a little bit of so you water. Give them a bit of, you, you take them over to this uh, font. I'm not swimming a minute and I'm not drowning a minute, but I yeah, just, you know. See if I can just revive them a bit. Okay, so you, you dip them into this font and you, you give them a bit of a rub, you give them a bit of a pet and you give them a bit of water. And they both stir in your hands and they fly off. Oh, that's better. Poor they kind of they, they circle around your head a couple of times and they kind of batter against your face gently and they squeak and fly off again. Oh, okay, dudes, just, you know, take it easy. You're I'm really, really sorry. Really indignant chirp from inside your cloak. Oh, you can shut up. I'm not in the mood for you right now. Okay, so at this point, everyone's come downstairs. Esther's kind of looking a bit bemused at the whole thing going on here. She goes, Yes, well, uh, the font does have its uh, healing properties, so uh, that should have patched them up right away. She looks at Q and she goes, Well, I'd have thought that you might have done a little better than just attempt to. Oh, release don't get them. me started. I'm not in the mood right now. Yes, well, uh, anyway, oh, let's uh, let's uh, move those pews away from the door, then. See if Kieran can manage that one, then. <laughs> You're not in the good books today. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know what you're laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go over and start helping move yep. some pews. You can either roll a strength check or you can take 10 or 20, whichever you prefer. Go on, do a 10. Yeah, do a 10. Because that's 10 plus... 10 plus on your, whatever's on your sheet for strength. So your strength modifier. Well, that would give me a 12. Give me a 10. 12, okay, 10. Yeah, you manage it. You, it's, it's not as hard as last night. You're not as tired and exhausted from battle as you were. So you get these pews and you kind of shove them. You don't put them back where they were, but you pull them away from the door. You open them out so you can actually get through the door. Okay, so the way is open. The door's mostly obliterated, so you know there's no real recovering from that. But you can now see the first level of the catacombs. So you are now able to see into the very front of this catacombs. The catacombs are lit because she has been in here the past couple of days, you'd imagine, and she's put some fresh oil in the lanterns and they're still burning, they're still going, so you don't need to worry about light or anything. And if you all just want to pop yourself on the mat at the entrance here. Okay, so after you've cleared all of these, uh, all of the pews away from the door, Esther takes the lead and she just wanders straight into this catacomb. Well, I'll position myself at the back behind Kieran and um, are we walking single file or can we get two abreast or? It's, it's a double door, you can get two abreast. Right, okay, well um, if Esther's in the front, uh, these two appear to be next to each other behind Esther, so I'll just pull in at the back then behind everybody. Okay, yeah. okay so as you walk into this front area of the room, you can see that this front area of the room, it's, you've got the doors open. There are two side rooms on each side and this floor is steadily sloping downwards and it's about 10 foot away from this. Uh, there's like two walls at the front and a narrower opening. And there's a room to either side, is there? Yep, there's two rooms either side. Can I do a spot check as to what's in the room? Roll spot check. Um, I'll go. For, I'll look at what's in the room on the right. Okay. Um, so is anyone else doing a spot I'll check? I'll do look what's in the room. Okay. That'll be an 11 all in from Laura. That's a 14. Okay, with an 11 and 14, both of you can see that these rooms have, they're not solid walls, they're, they are like, they've got arched cutouts in them, almost like an alcove. And they're not made of stone, they're made of wood. And you can see that these rooms, would, they've got benches in them, so you can assume that they would be where priests would get changed into ceremonial robes or outfits. They're just little side rooms where you'd get changed, really. Mm. Okay. So you obviously don't see any no, there's nothing you can really see in there. So as you're doing this, Esther just carries on walking and she walks forward into the next room along. Through this little narrow opening, it's only a small opening, single file. And she wanders through into this room and she starts taking a look at these areas in front of her. Do you want to follow? Yeah, I will, I, I will go second. Okay, so Kieran goes next. Yeah, I'll follow Kieran through. Yeah, follow and Alora at the back, I'm assuming. Yep. So as you wander through, you come and you, you're able to see into the very start of this room. And as you walk through into this room, in front of you, coming round in almost like a U shape to your right, are stacks of coffins. And they are stacked three high, and there's about 12 coffins in front of you, to the side, and right on the wall where you've come in. And some of these coffins, Esther's, you can see that Esther's taking a really close look at them, because some of the coffins have got holes in, they've been exploded, they're bits of wood everywhere, you can see where these four Zombies have just wandered out of their own coffins and obviously started moving around the place. 
so there were, there were very there were very clearly four burst coffins and then that's it so she's having a wander around and she's testing the coffin she's looking if they're still sealed giving them a slight knock on the side to see if there's any response you know if anything everything else has come alive again and on your left there are a pair of tombs they're stone tombs you're pretty sure that even if anything were to come alive in there they're not going to budge okay it appears that this is where they came from well well, I wonder uh, if there's any more. Well, I don't know, but it's uh, it's more than a little strange. But then, you know, this is, I guess this is Innistrad. You know, you hear about stuff like this, but this is a bit odd, isn't it? From the front, Esther goes, yes, it's it's not common around here. I, just, I check these often enough. But uh, obviously something's something's happened. I, I don't know whether uh, some spirits some, some spirits from the, from the Nebelgast have got in or... Or what? I, they shouldn't have, but it, it's, it's strange times around here at the moment. This is the first time this has happened, though. I'm quite concerned about it. First time this has happened. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I guess... Um, do we just push on, then? How big is this place, Esther? Well, there are, there are three floors. It's just not a particularly big catacomb. It's not for the for the public use. It's more for the people who have lived in these church. I, I fully expect myself to be buried here one day, but hopefully not too soon. Um, well, it looks like there's a few spaces. Oh, well, yes. Uh, well, you know, always got to be prepared. It's four more than it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's a weak, weak kind of chuckle. Uh, yes, very, very funny. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> even I'm going to laugh. Even, even Alora's going to giggle. So she just, she keeps, she keeps on poking around these coffins just on this area here. She's probably thoroughly making sure that nothing's going to go bump in the night again. Are you just watching her do that, or does she need any? Help with it. Up to you. Would you like any help with the coffins? Oh, uh, yes, I suppose. So there's there's more further in the room if you want to go ahead and check those. I've, I'm, I'm just making sure these ones are definitely not going to come alive again. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to move round the other side of that U. Okay. So as you move round, you notice there's this very large bookshelf on your right there. Yeah, it's a large bookshelf. It's got a lot of tomes on it. And as you move past, as you kind of move round this corner, you can actually see further into this room the back left corner there's a large l shape once again stacks of coffins and you can just about see a large kind of almost monolith in the middle of the room it stands about 10 foot high and it's just a large stone block and there's psb carvings on it okay okay you all following on going around yes I'll, I'll, I'll come and give you a hand uh, uh, i take it with just taps make sure there's something in there yes Oh, yeah. She goes, oh, yeah, yes, uh, yes, uh, tapping, tapping will suffice. Uh, I mean, if you think anything's moving, do do stab it, I suppose. But, you know, don't, I'd rather not be cleaning up the splinters every time. Well, as I come round the corner, things I'm bringing up the rear, can I have a look at these books? Can I do... Yeah, do me a spot check on the books. A spot check on the books. So, spot. Oh, that's a ten all in. With a ten, you can see they're mostly just religious books they've got all sorts of religious titles they've got the collar of avicin embossed on the cover on the spine they're quite dusty they're quite old they're probably not used that often but they all seem to be relating to the church history of the church history of nefalia history of Janao, that kind of thing they're just standard books not they don't, they don't seem to be anything special or exciting or magical about these books well, i'm gonna go uh, i'm going to detect evil okay Okay, you're just where are you where are you detecting it from? Are you detecting it kind of what angle? There. Okay. So you detect evil in front of you and this you know, you kind of drop to your knees, your sword comes in front of you and you murmur a prayer to Avacyn. 
and you get a very strong feedback of evil. Uh, I'm detecting a little bit here. Uh, very great evil ahead. Uh, really be careful. Just as you start saying to the rest of your party, Laura and Ogvars, just as you start saying that you've got this very evil sense. That's a lot of rolls. Okay, that's enough now. Okay. As you say this, five coffins burst. Careful, Ogvars! They are, you can see, five kind of limbs attempting to escape this coffin. It's not, not five separate limbs, but different coffins around the room. And you see these, well, they appear to be uh, skeletons this time. Okay. And you can see this because there's literally no flesh on these bones. And they start attempting to burst out. I mean, you've got like limbs poking out of coffins, you've got hands, feet, swords. You know, they're all kind of poking out of the coffin at this point. You've got maybe a couple of minutes maybe a couple of seconds before they actually burst their way out of the coffins but they're starting to escape you've each got a surprise action and then we'll get into combat with the zombies laid back to rest albeit in various pieces and the catacombs closed up safely for the night Ilora released rowan to go about his bat business the morning brought about a batch of bacon sandwiches and coffee while Ilora got into a very frosty flap with her familiar and Kieran's cure for his injured charges fell woefully short of everyone's expectations, which earned him distinct disapproval. As we leave this episode, the group are investigating the incidents of the night before. Hello there, listeners. Ongvar here. Making this podcast is mighty hard work, but also very most enjoyable. If you could help us out by buying us an ale and a goat dinner, that would be just fantastic as they are very pricey around these parts we've found. The details for all of this are in the bio of the podcast below. Thank you all from the D&D Podcast UK. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Having you as a listener means everything to us. So, whichever streaming service you choose to listen to us with, please give us a like, subscribe and follow. We would love for you to join us on our Facebook or Twitter page, where you can catch up with all of our latest news. While you're waiting for the next episode of Secrets of the Silver City, why not pop over to our website, where you can read all of the information about this campaign, from backstories to setting. All of the links are in the bio of this episode. Join us again next week for the next instalment. Thank you for listening. 